Welcome everybody to the Can Slam. Welcome back to Match Day Ten, Part Two. We have just had an, uh, I mean, an incredible lineup of beers in Match oh, Day Ten, man. Part One. Wow! Oh wow! We yeah, we're very very spoiled in Match Day, uh, in in Part One of this episode, and looking forward to Part Two. It's just more of the same, really. I don't think there's a real. There's nothing, yeah, there's nothing that stands out as bad in that for me. I'd, I'd even venture to say that Match Day, uh, sorry, Part 2 is better than Part 1. Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got uh, four beers from the Gab's Top 20 alone, um, plus four just absolute classics. Including the number one. <laughs> Including the number one, you're right, yeah. And I think uh, another one was in the Top 5, possibly. Yeah, well, we... we um, picked the top 20 from 2020 Gab's Hottest 100 to like automatically make the list. But I would venture to say that all eight of these beers... Would have been in the 100. Would have been in the 100. Yeah, it's a good If chat. not this year or last year, uh, the most recent year, mm-hmm. um, at some point, I would say that all of these beers have at some point been in the top 100 of Gab's. What a treat. What a treat. Yeah, oh. absolutely. <laughs> By the way, I'm Jack. Oh, we got get carried away there, didn't we? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't like it. You're Dom. We didn't even get to your name. We? You. I am meant to speak. It's all your fault. I'm meant to speak and yeah. then you're meant to wait. All right, scratch that. Start again. All right, we're going to start again. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Can Slam. Yada, yada, yada. Um, that's Jack. You talking to me? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hello. I'm Jack. And and who are you? I'm Dom. All right. And we're also joined by Tom, who has been very patiently waiting <laughs> for his name to be called. I was uh, told the rules before I came on. Yes. And I think I forgot that we was uh, it was a new episode. Mm. I think it just felt like a continuation because it was just so such a short time ago that we finished the last episode. True. That is true. I'm just trying to make sure that I follow the rules so I can invite yeah, him back. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, first of all, you have been invited back yep. for all the listeners out there <laughs> mm-hmm. who listened to, to Match Day 10 Part 1. Tom is back by popular demand. Yeah. There was a there was a quick poll between Part 1 and Part 2. Yep. It was only about eight minutes ago, but yeah. yeah. The fans have been banging at the door, trying to get in just to get a size of him. It's, it's insane. We yeah, had, yeah we just had a knock at the door earlier. Yeah. 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 And... He said, here's your, like, I know it was a, it was all sort of like coded messages. He said, here's your pizza and your garlic bread and your sun kiss. And I was like, I know what you're up to. Yeah. yeah. You want to come in and see Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, Jack, how was, how was, how was your lunch? <laughs> I didn't eat my lunch. <laughs> Domino's, uh, I've decided that the plant-based pizza has vegan, has real cheese on it. Um, and even though we tried to, or we thought we changed it, we didn't. It, the system didn't didn't accept the change and the guy in the shop was very unhelpful. Domino's, so, if you're listening... Fuck, um, fuck you, Domino's, <laughs> is what we're going to say. Don't put regular cheese on a plant-based pizza. Yeah. Yeah, so we've now um, torn through crust. Um, yes. And now Domino's, so fuck you, crust, and fuck you, Domino's. I must admit, um, crust... In this general location, many times have failed us. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a pizza from Cross that's a- arrived within 90 minutes. Oh, it's... 
horrendous. Yeah. Tasty They'd, piece of it. We could Awful walk service. there yeah. faster. Yeah. Domino's have just sent through the, the oh, receipt. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we we never selected vegan cheese. So Even though we I watched you do it. It did happen. It yeah. just didn't appear. So it was a bug on the website. Basically, what I want to say is we're not wrong. But neither are they. No, they're wrong. <laughs> they're, they're wrong for putting regular cheese on it in the first place. Exactly. What a weird decision to make. Yeah, well... Anyway. Uh, I got an extra, I got an extra I'm pizza. Here for the, I'm here for the beer. Not the We're pizza. here for the beer. Yeah. We're here for the beer. Yeah. Um, and, and to be honest, I've been waiting for a reason not to eat Domino's anymore. And this was it. it yeah. It's, it's, cra- it, it's always been crap. Like, and now we've got an actual reason not to go. So. Mm. Dear Domino's, I actually don't mind you. And if you ever want to sell yourself to them, don't Jack, you? Jack, just better than stop, listen, stop listening. Stop listening for better a second. Than that, Dom. You, you, don't need, you don't need to. You, you don't need to please them. You are surely next time. They don't care about you. Domino's. You're actually. <laughs> you can get sushi or something. You're pretty yeah, good. They don't. Care oh, about you know you. what? Get some curries. Oh, we tried that once. Yeah, we had. Go. Well, we had curries after match day one. Match day one, yeah. It was very difficult. Yeah, <laughs> we, it was. We drank a lot of beer. Uh, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Surely there was a few kingfishers in there. I had a kingfisher. You had a kingfisher. Dom decided not to. No. Yeah, I tried something else. I had like three sips, and I was like, I just had sixteen beers. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. another one. Yeah, we didn't need. What an absurd thing! And I've just yeah. had a curry as well. Good curry though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, coming up on match day ten, part two is. Eight more incredible beers. We kind of alluded to it, but let's just reel them off. We have White Rabbit Dark Ale versus Ben Spoke Barley Griffin. Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale versus Mountain Goat Goat. The Little Creature Specific Ale versus the Grifter Pale Ale. And the Black Hops Goat versus the Bent Spoke Crankshaft. Two goats. Two goats. The number one from the Gabs. Two goats, two mouthfuls, and one dark ale. Two goats, one rabbit. Um, that's the end of the animals. Yeah, one bike, two bikes. What's the second bike? Two bent spokes. Two, yes, from our nation, nation's capital. A little creature as well, and a little creature. That's yeah. true. Mm. Um, before we get into that, we have Tom with us. He went through his um beer timeline on on part one um but he also revealed to us that he spent a lot of time working in pubs when he was a little bit younger so just wanted to sort of like get a gauge of what it was like um working in those pubs and maybe from a beer perspective like what was the what would you say was the the most popular most ordered beer when you were working there well when i started it was probably it was probably early on the scene where craft beers were really taking off. So you had a lot of breweries popping up at the ho- all the time. So you pretty much had a, a new featured brewery on our taps almost every single month, which was exciting for those craft beer lovers. Uh, but you also had a large percentage of the population coming through into our bar going, where the fuck's your VB? Sure. As, um, as we've all done it. Yeah. So... At that time, normally if they were, if there was someone that was, you could sway or who wanted to actually try something new, the most popular ones would obviously be the Bolter XPA that we were talking about on the last episode. Uh, the Kosciuszko Pale Ale mm-hmm. was Ugh. a huge one. Not a fan of that one. Yeah. Well, the... Um, the people are. The people are. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then those that came into the bar that were just looking for a lager, they were normal. We had uh, a Melbourne bitter that was on for a long time. Mm-hmm. There was a Moon Dog lager that was on for a long time, and then the other one that we talked about a fair bit last episode because Dom thought we were actually drinking it, <laughs> which was the uh, Hawks uh, lager, which was a very very popular lager. So those were incredibly popular while we were. Um, yeah, while a lot of people were just after a lager, but yeah, we had Ben Spokes, we had Bolters, we had Capitals, we had all the Ferals, we had, oh, like, You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're just coughing, you just got pizza in the back of your throat, dude. I tried to cough off Mike, thank you very much for bringing it to everyone's attention. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling. And <laughs> even, even both beers that we're about to drink were, um... Were very popular beers even back when I was in back in 2016, 17. Um, and yeah, looking through the list, even Mountain Goat, we had the Steam Ale. I mm-hmm. don't know if you've had that. It's very citrusy kind of pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, the pale ale was on there as well. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Well, you sort of brought up something about a brewery coming in and sort of like taking over the taps. Is that kind of how it works in a pub? It'll be like this, you know is it a contract thing where it's like mountain goat will come in and be like, can we have a certain amount of taps or we've got a new beer to try? Like what, what kind of process do they take to get a beer on tap? It all really determined by the management of the pub. So some pubs in across Sydney are either run by like a big chain. Mm -hmm. So the pub I worked in was an ALH chain, which is one of the bigger ones Mm -hmm. uh, across Australia wide. Um, and so normally you have a contract of, and CUB and what is it? Lion. The one? Lion, mm-hmm. Lion Nathan, um, will normally have a percentage of how many beers have to be on tap. Okay. So like they'll have a contract with mm. them and they have, you know, the market share of how many beers you put in. And then based on the management in a pub, then they can determine what they do with the rest of the taps that they have. Mm, so from there on is if the management is actually interested in craft brewers, then then they will go out and um, maybe either talk to some of the the sellers and see if they can get like a feature on. Um, otherwise, the the management just might be like, nah, we just love this and this and this, and that's what we're going to put in our pub. Um, I know when I first started in there, Stone and Wood had a they had like a some kind of agreement that you were only allowed or they would only sell their kegs to one pub in a area. So in really? a suburb. Okay. And now it's everywhere. Yeah. Like they went away because they were like, well, we're going to make a shitload more money if we just put it everywhere because it's yeah. such a popular beer. But when I knew that the pub that I worked at early on, we couldn't get Stone and Wood in there because one of the pubs next door already had it. And they wouldn't, they right. would only give it to one pub in the whole area. So, as in, like, Stone and Wood would say that? Yeah, or? Stone and Wood. Wow. Because they wanted That's a to weird make, thing to say. they wanted really to make, apparently, they wanted to make it exclusive. They wanted yeah. to make it sort of like a premium. Yeah. And so they would only give it to certain pubs. Um, what a weird. It was, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, they quickly became capitalists yeah, and well, decided. As they that, should. <laughs> yeah. Again, the whole idea is to make them as much money as possible. Yeah. But yeah, so that's you. Each beer company will have like 
you know, a salesman and they'll go around to different, uh, different bars and they'll try and be like, Oh, you should get my beers on here on tap. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is, it's probably personal relationships that how you get in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually had a, a very close friend who, he worked for a, I can't even remember the name of it. It didn't, it didn't go so well, but it was um, a brewery from Adelaide. Yep. And um, he was going around Sydney for about six months trying to get his beers in uh, different pubs around Sydney. And, and really he found out that if you weren't in and like clicky with like the craft beer kind of circle, your beers just didn't get in. Well, in you, sort of, you sort of mentioned it like, you not see you be or Nathan or line Nathan, yeah. it's a it's a pretty tough battle to get your beers on tap. Absolutely, like they're taking up such a huge percentage of huge. a lot of, t- and, yeah. and they have so many beers. Well, nowadays, like they've just I, I can't remember who, but one of them bought out Stone and Wood. Yeah. The other ones have bought out Bolter, mm. so they're actually now part, part of the family. Part yeah. of the family, so yeah. they they're included in that contract. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just how it is these yeah, days it's always interesting going to a pub and seeing what they have on tap and you're like oh this is the same kind of thing that they yeah. have down the road or it, yeah. within the same 10 pubs within and the vicinity and then every now and then you're like oh this pub has like 30 beers on tap and they're all i've never heard of any mm. of them like there's obviously some that are trying to capitalize on that sort of craft beer movement yeah and then some are just well cub and lion are giving us money to yeah, so we we want to be a part of that. Well, one of the things that got people in, through the door at our place was they used to do six dollar pints. So That's in Sydney, That's great six dollar for a pint yeah. is ridiculous. That's unheard cheap. of. Yeah, and what had happened was it was one fifty lashes for a long time, and the agreement was that every five kegs you bought from Nathan like. Nathan Lyon, the goat. Yeah. <laughs> Lyon Nathan. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Lyon Nathan is that um, you got an, a, another keg for free. Okay. So that was our deal. So we, you would, we would, every time I would put an order in for like lashes, you just go in fives. So yeah. you'd, you'd order 10 and you'd get two kegs for free and it just, made it so much cheaper so you could put that in and the amount of people that come through and go oh 150 lashes for six dollars a pint like i'll drink a ton of that and i'll also keep coming in spending my money and and even then buying food buying chips like it was just a big Mm -hmm. draw card i mean it probably wouldn't matter which beer was six dollars oh no that's going to be the most popular beer during that period Yeah. yeah yeah it's very i mean he's he's done it again jack hasn't (laughs) yeah yeah i i I'm worried for us. I am really concerned that we have started this without any <laughs> knowledge whatsoever. Yeah, should we? I think we should, we really also should have copyrighted it because there's a danger he's going to go and start his own can slam and 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 outperform us in every aspect. Well, he's probably going to get you know people that he used to work with at the pub yeah. who have more knowledge, and we're going to be look yeah. like fools. I can tell you right now, that won't be happening. I don't <laughs> believe him. Oh. I do not believe him. Yeah, I don't know. Every everything else I've, he said, I've believed. I've known Tom since I was about three years old. Yeah, and I still believe he would stab me in the back <laughs> <laughs> for any little bit of of fame and notoriety. So, yeah. 
Should we just move on? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. I'm really excited about drinking this White Rabbit Dark Ale. Me too. Uh, White Rabbit Dark Ale is has kind of establishes itself as one of my favorite beers. On the screen. Just, I just want to see what, uh, who it knocked out oh, in the previous round. Because I don't remember it very well. Kosciuszko. Of course it was Kosciuszko. It's knocked out of Kosi. Yeah. Was that 3-0 as well? It was 3-0, yeah. Wow. And Burnsburg Barley Griffin beat the Cooper Sparkling Ale, which was a pretty good beer yeah, it was pretty um, as well. They beat it 3-0. So yeah. this is... The Barley Griffin is possibly my favorite named beer mm. in, in the Kanslam. It's a good for, name. For the pun, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I've had it a couple of times since and have enjoyed it. Um, but then when I re-listened to Match Day 4, Episode 1... Um, I was actually not that nice about it. I, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't like it that much. I remember when I used to drink it, feeling like it almost tasted too wheaty. Okay. okay. So, and as I said, you know, in early episodes, that I am just not a fan of wheat beer. So I'm interested. Again. I know. We need to move on. Just <laughs> <start> around. <laughs> this guy. White Rabbit Dark Ale versus Ben's Foot Barley Griffin. <laughs> See you soon. Welcome back to the Can Slam. Uh, we are here with the White Rabbit Dark Ale and the Bent Spoke Barley Griffin. Um, I think we'll start with the obviously Barley Griffin on your left. I'm not super inspired by that. It smells fairly neutral and I feel like I remember it being one of our favorite smells in round one. I may be I may be wrong, but I just I have a flashback of it smelling really good. Um, it's very easy to drink, mm-hmm. I will say. And okay, it's one point two, so maybe this is one of the um, one of the fewer alcohol content in terms of the Ben Spoke beers. And it's it's it sort of tastes like it. It's very um, very smooth, very smooth. I, I I don't mind it. I just was expecting something a bit more flavorsome. I agree mostly with Dom. It's mostly, mostly. <laughs> Where's the I, disagreement? <laughs> well, if you let me finish, oh, oh. <laughs> get more confident as you go. <laughs> no, I think the smell is very neutral. I feel like the initial taste is a very crisp, but I don't necessarily think it's smooth. I f- almost feel like it just it fades off into nothing, mm-hmm. and there's like a distinct lack of flavor and I don't even feel like it has much of an aftertaste whatsoever. It's, 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 it almost feels like a, a full bodied Han super dry. Like it's just not quite, Wow. it's not quite, it doesn't give anything. I don't know necessarily. I, what's it branded as like a pale, pale ale? just a pale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it has anywhere near the, near the full flavor for a pale ale. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> I yeah, that's why I said mostly. Actually, disagree in that I think with who with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the nicest smelling beers we've had today so far. Okay. Yeah, I really, really, really like it. Don't it's, think it smells of much. It's got a real crisp um, and fresh smell. Hints of pine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so slightly tropical. Um, I think the taste is again. I agree with you. It's crisp and refreshing. Um, yeah, there's not much to it from a pale point of view, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think it tastes slightly tropical as well. Um, but yeah, you're right about the aftertaste. There's not much there. 
which it's makes thin. it easy to drink. I'm really left wanting more. Yeah, I, I, I agree. From the beer or more of the beer? <laughs> no, from Because I'm left wanting more <laughs> of the beer. No, from the beer. Right. I'm wanting more from the beer. Okay. okay. I think he wants more of us. <laughs> yeah. We're disappointed. He's, he's, <laughs> angling for, he's angling for a round three again. <laughs> All right. Beer on your right. The uh, dark ale. Oh, the smell. Um, you just heard Tom say, oh, the smell, mm-hmm. um, audibly into the mic. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. It just smells like a dark beer. Yeah, it does smell like a dark beer. It's, 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 it's not bad. Like, we have had many beers on the Can Slam that are terrible, mm-hmm. and the smell instantly puts you off, no matter how good the taste is. Um, I don't think that's it. I think it smells fairly neutral again. Um, but the taste is just so, f- like, it's just, there's just a lot to it. Like, the Barley Griffin lacks, as Tom said. It's like, after a couple sips, you're like, well, what is there? What what What's there to it? Whereas I feel like the more you drink the White Rabbit Dark Ale, the more you enjoy it because it just keeps like, it's like a... It's like a TV show that you watch 10 times and um, every time you pick up something different, you know? <laughs> I love the analogy. <laughs> Are we back on The Simpsons again? <laughs> well, The Simpsons is a great example. You know, sometimes you get older and you, you watch a, an episode from season four and you go, oh, I know that reference now because I've seen, I've seen Predator and I understand why that reference makes sense. And that's... That's that, what the White Rabbit Dark Ale is. Is that a specific reference to an episode in season four? No. Right. Getting back to the beer. I think it's... Always on topic though. <laughs> <laughs> Just we loves should, to talk about beer, I, this guy. I, will, I love this beer. Right. So I'm very happy to talk about this beer. Um, I think it smells fantastic. Has hints of caramel. Mm. Nicely roasted. Uh, the flavor is just phenomenal. It... I actually remember saying something to my dad not too long ago. It almost tastes similar to how a Guinness tastes when you get it from Ireland in Dublin. Wow. It's it is just That's a phenomenal. Huge ball. I'm yeah. not sure I'd go that far, but Well Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far either. Yeah. Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> just let me have this. <laughs> We've let you have a lot so far. Huh? <laughs> We have sung your praises <laughs> for about an hour and a half. Like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> now the listeners know he's he's not. Um, he's infallible. Infa- yeah, he's, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. No, um, I, I well, love it. We were we were also talking just before we went on mic that I personally think that it's one of the very rare beers that's better in a bottle than in on tap. Um. I don't know if I think that about anything, especially bottled. Like you could make the argument that canned versus tap Mm -hmm. is comparable, but through this whole experiment, bottles have gone down. Like the stocks of bottles have plummeted. (laughs) Yeah. And then I went on a left field tangent saying that normally I like to drink dark ales at closer to room temperature because I think it brings out the flavor a lot more. I agree with you. Yeah. I think that's a very English thing. Fuck you, Dom. <laughs> Putting the beers in the fridge. Hey, Dom, no, what are you thinking? I'm half English. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one eighth Italian, but half English. <laughs> I think both of you are English, and I think that's a very um, correct thing to do. No, I think it's a it's a relic of the old colonial it colonial is, ways. 
No, in the winter in Australia, keep them out of the fridge. In the yeah. summer, put them in the yeah, fridge. Gotta it's too warm in the summer. Nah, it's I agree. Nonsense. This time of year, it's cool. It's, and it's cool overnight. Like it's, in a cool garage, it's yeah. it's the perfect temperature for drinking dark ales. Yeah, agreed. I like my beer ice cold, regardless. Yeah. Have You're a wrong. White Rabbit Dark Ale at just a little bit warmer than fridge temp. I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll give it a go. I would recommend. Are we ready to vote? I Hands think this down. is going to be 2-1. I think so too. I'm very upset about it, but here we beer go. On, well, I don't need to say beer on the right. The White Rabbit Dark Ale for me. Absolutely. The White Rabbit Dark Ale for me. Yeah, and it's the Barley Griffin for me. I'm not, not a big dark beer fan. I do like that dark beer and... I'm not particularly, I'm not sad to see it go through. It's a nice beer, deserves to go through. Um, but if I was in the pub, I'd pick the Barley Griffin every day. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't. <laughs> I think, I think as we've kind of established over the last, however many months we've been doing this, dark beers are really becoming my preference. I, I've probably said it every episode, yeah. but just to sort of reiterate that, like, um, Jack and I did a sort of in-between episode recently, which would have you would have heard a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I don't think anyone listened to the whole thing. Uh, least of all me. Yeah. I was. That was just two friends chatting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really was. It was nonsense. Yeah. Um, but I'm we, actually looking forward to the release. Just well, saying. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was it. That sealed the deal. <laughs> but we, we each picked sort of like three beers just... Beers that weren't on the on the can slam list mm-hmm. that we kind of just wanted to give a go or we've we've tried before and I picked three dark beers. Yeah. And they were all very, very interesting to me. So in fact one of them was the filter old, which mm-hmm. I'm, better than this? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. It was good. Yeah. Have you had the filter old song? No, never. I actually was in I was inspired by I went to the the Hornets game on last Saturday yep. and um, filter is now very heavily stocked in the fridge and there was some filter old in there and I didn't try one, but I was like, oh man, I'm keen to try that. And possibly future friend of the show. Possibly future friend of the show. Mm. Um, that fi- that filter old is is good. Very good. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Reviews. Right. I am worried. About how far this will go in the tournament. Why worried? I am not sure I would... I have said before, I will only drink the top four beers <laughs> going forward. And I'm worried that this will make it into the semi-finals at this point. Look, <laughs> it's in. It's still in the same half as the Crankshaft, the Black Ops Go. It's still got a lot of competition. Yeah, I don't know, but you really like dark beers. I do, but it really depends on the guest, I guess. Yeah, true. All right, let's read some reviews. Let's see. The people who agree with Tom and I, we've got... Few and far between, I'm sure. <laughs> we've got Belly of Beer, who says, full-bodied aroma with notes of chocolate, awesome label, tastes dark but not too dark, with a pleasant sweetness, very pal- palatable. Um, overall, 19 out of 20, leaving room for a beer that can't be done. I mean, the label's all right. It's not awesome. It's just a picture of a forest with a rabbit on it. I think it's lovely. I like it. Yeah. 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 But is, is it awesome, though? Yeah, maybe it's not awesome. It's pretty good. Um, the lowest rated review is... 
from Black. Did we have Black Bock already from Shoalhaven, or is no, it just Shoalhaven so. again? Black Black. Yeah, we did have a Black a Black Block. Black Bock. Black Bock. I think we did. Interesting. Um, Black Box says served at zero point one degrees C. Beer has a cola like color. Some toasty notes in aroma, not much. Little hops, dull cardboard taste. Finish a bit yeasty. Kind of an expensive copy of two years old. Don't bother. As I said, he's drinking the beer too cold. So <laughs> he said zero point yeah. one. That's almost degrees. freezing. It's a slushy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Does he like those frozen cokes from <laughs> the cinemas? Maybe it is a frozen coke. Yeah. He just so he said cola like flavor. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just had a frozen coke. Yeah. Which. Why would you give a frozen Coke a 1.3? I know. Because that is amazing. It's true. I stand, Actually, how I, good is his fridge? I stand by the <laughs> fact that you drink it at closer to room temperature. There you go. And is the te- has he got one of those fancy fridges that have the temperature on them? Or has he got a thermometer for the beer? Th- yeah, beer thermometer, yeah. I reckon. Wow. Shoalhaven is down south, so it's pretty, pretty cold down there. So maybe it was just left out on the bench. <laughs> maybe. Um, the Ben Spoke Barley Griffin, Lisa says, this is my absolute favorite beer and I can't explain why the taste is unlike anything. She should be on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Replacing you and I. Even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the taste is unlike anything else I've, I've found and my microphone's falling and I love the pull away lids on the cans. Um, we don't have that. No, we've had that mentioned a few times in reviews, and I've Sometimes. never ever seen one. I've I've seen a few. Yeah, they're um, yeah, you pull away the whole lid, and yeah. I don't quite like them because they might be more likely to cut your lip on them, surely. No, or spill. No, no. no or you spill. won't because if you see this, like this whole circular area mm. will come off. But know. then it's like it's just literally like it's, you're like, drinking, a cup. it's like you're drinking out of a jar. Yeah. Guys, you won't believe believe who's the lowest rated reviewer for Black Ben Spoke. Is it IBU Sensei? No, <laughs> it's Black Box. Is it really? <laughs> oh, no. Wow! It is. Wow! Is Black Box doing? We're just following this slam. person around. Yeah. Um, Black Box from Shoalhaven. Wow! <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> That's unreal. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't like any beer. <laughs> can uh, poured a pale, cloudy yellow, moderate carb level. First taste is a watery stone fruit, some herbal notes, low bitterness, but still evident. Can't place the hops otherwise. Not really that nice and a bit of a rip-off in a four-pack. It's got a kind of almost like a neon-y colour. Neon-y? I'm just saying I really agree with Black Bonk. I, I think the colour is superb on the Barley Griffin. I think it's just because I'm near the end of mine. You've still got, as always, a full yeah, pack. Yeah, you, have you... Do you even drink beer? I could drive you home if you want. Yeah. <laughs> careful, so careful, because I will accept that. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I'll drive Tom to his car <laughs> or to his parents' place down the road. <laughs> um. Okay. So that was a that was a great round. That could have gone either way if we had another guest on, but yeah. Um. That's that's the beauty of the can slam in the guest era. Which what do you think, Alex? Would have. Yeah, I was going to say Alex would have gone for the barley. Oh. Hundred percent. Although he did vote for the black, the dark ale last time, over the cozy, which I don't think he because he hates boringness. It's true, he does. And the, you can't accuse the dark rabbit of being boring. Fair enough. Uh, White rabbit goes through. Ben spoke. Barley Griffin is out. Is that the first time a Ben spoke beer has been knocked out? Yeah, I believe it is. It might be. Um, 
the next matchup, which is the be the matchup which will be versing White Rabbit Dark Ale in the third round, is the Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale versus the Mountain Goat Goat. Welcome back to the Can Slam. We have in front of us two pails, although Tom said no uh, when Jack sort of mentioned that earlier. So I don't know. Um, but we have two beers that are very, very different looking. One very light, transparent almost, and one that's kind of sort of a multi dark color. Um, so Jack said he didn't know which one is which. I poured them, so I do know which one is which. Do you know which one is which, Tom? I have a strong feeling I know which one is which. Okay. Let's go with the beer on the left. I instantly know what that is. Do you? Yep. And what are your thoughts? Not inspired. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very inspired by this beer at all. Um... I've drank a lot of it recently, actually. So I think that also would lead to me just probably being sick of it. Mm. Um, I don't think it's got a lot of flavor. It's, it's almost too crisp without a bit of an aftertaste for it to be one of those nice full-bodied ailed, ales. Sorry. I think it's got a bit of a funny lagery aftertaste. Mm. I do too. Um, yeah. yeah. That's about all I've got to say about it. It smells okay. About that. It's not bad. Yeah, I think it smells fine. Um, I think you're underrating the taste a little bit. I think it's actually really unique. It's got a cool like... Almost like smoky, sort of like honey flavor afterwards. <laughs> honey. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in some honey. Smells like passion fruit. <laughs> Stone fruit. If, if anything, I think it's tropical in a can. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, it's, uh, I think it's got a really interesting flavor. I think it's the kind of beer that on certain days might go, like might not go down well. Um, today is not one of those days <laughs> for me. I will say it's a very sessionable beer. Hmm. But I've just had a few too many sessions on it lately. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, fair. I'm not interested in it. Yeah, fair enough. And that's a personal, personal statement and personal. Thank you for getting personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole thing is personal. I just, I just really wanted to be vulnerable when I came on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just thank you for bearing your soul. <laughs> Beer on the right. Did we all just take a really <laughs> strong sniffing? <laughs> we couldn't smell anything. Then there was nothing. Going there was on. nothing. No oh, smell. I've got. Like, I'm picking up. I don't know what I'm picking up, but it's interesting, and I can't. I took a long smell because I'm trying to figure out what it is. Nothing. Bear with me. Jack's nose is couldn't be further in the glass, like, <laughs> and I haven't tried it yet. I've only smelled it. Um, but it's like your um, classic lager smell mixed with a bit of lime. It's a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Have I poured the wrong beer? <laughs> Have you tasted it yet? No, I haven't. No. Taste it. In my own time. <laughs> I, I can understand 
where he's coming from for the lime, but I just don't think that it smells like a lager. That's hard to describe. Uh, it's a very strange beer. I've only had this on tap before. Okay. And it tastes very different to this. Really? Yeah, very different. Right. I don't... Jack, do you know which one's which? I would hazard a guess mm. that the first one was the goat. Okay. From context of Tom's Clues. Mm. Okay. Um, no, I kind of gave it away, didn't I? But that's the only reason. Like, I wouldn't have known in, in any other respect. Like, they're, they're, they're two very different beers. Um, but Apparently not pale beers. ales. Apparently. <laughs> is the goat a pale? Or is it just beer? It just says beer on the can, right? It's just, it's just a beer, mate. It's a very enjoyable beer. Yeah. But the, the, the Beechworth, if assuming that is the one on the right, is meant to be a pale. I mean, they're kind of right. It is so pale you can almost, that you'd almost think it's water. But it's not the typical colour you expect to see from a pale. It's, it's, a, it's a lager, a lager colour. Yeah, a very blonde lager. Yeah. Yeah, and the taste is very crisp as well. It is very crisp, um, but it's also a bit a bit bland, I, I think. But not the crispest either. I'm not... Was that a bit of coriander I got there? <laughs> Is that from lunch? <laughs> Maybe. He didn't have any. That's true. No, I just had garlic bread. <laughs> I'm ready. It's very bready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to I'm vote. I'm not. Give me one more. Give me my uh, trademark final sip. Jack's trademarked. A final sip. That's the hardest vote for me today. Wow. Um, but Tom, you're at first, I believe. This was probably harder than I thought it would be going into the round. Uh, but I am going to go with the beer on my right. I'm going to make a last minute switch. I tried them both. I don't particularly enjoy both. But I'm going to channel my inner Alex and say the beer on the left is more interesting. And so that is my choice. Um, mine's an easy decision Wow, for the beer on the left. Okay. Which is the Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale. Is it really? Yeah. That's good to know. Well, hang on, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hang on, the beer on <laughs> the left is... Do you remember... Not an hour ago when Tom came on mocking us for thinking that the Estrella was the PBR. Tables have turned. It has. I'm pleasantly surprised. Now we're all laughing at him thinking he's been having I don't know sessions. If you know, I don't know if you noticed me picking up my phone because when you had that conversation, I was like, <laughs> fuck, did I, have I forgotten which one's which? Well, that so makes I, sense because the goat is just called a beer. It's not called it anything else, right? It's not but no, I had to. I had I to need get to sip these again. I had to get my. Um, yeah, it's just beer. There's no description of what because it is. Because the the Beechworth Pale Ale was was highlighted on the Instagram once, and you can course, see that that is course. clearly a darker. Forgot, yeah, beer. I forgot you'd had that on the Instagram. Yeah. Um. I yeah. When you guys started talking about it, and Jack said that's. I think that's the goat on the left. I was like, oh shit! I've made a huge <laughs> error. Let's just say it was based entirely on Tom's <laughs> yeah, description. To be honest, 
I fucked up. Yeah. No one else. But I thought when you, so you said you've had a few few sessions. Oh on yeah, it. you meant the goat. Well, obviously I was wrong, <laughs> and I don't know and what I'm I just talking assumed about. it was the goat because it's more common around Sydney, right? On, oh, tap, thought, on tap, especially. I thought Tom had had a because you said. Didn't you say you've had a few Beechworths recently? I, I have, but I've also had drinking a lot of goat recently. Wow. Clearly not. Apparently not. So I've because they're yeah, very I've, different. I've completely bunched that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't look so crash hot now, do you, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, you came in all hot <laughs> talking about your pub experience and now you can't even tell the difference between two beers. Do you know what? That's the beauty of the can slam. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're going to put that right <laughs> on the front. Um, yeah, the Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale makes it through. It's the darker beer. I think it's the more interesting beer. And yeah, it is more interesting. To me, beer. it was a no-brainer. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not a, you know, I, I'm i a fan of Mountain Goat beers in general. I, I Well, I had the Summer Ale not two episodes ago. Yep. Three episodes ago. Yeah. Um, on the interstitial. Yep. And yeah, very tasty beer. Yeah, very enjoyable beer. Way better than this. There you go. Well, it's it's a shame that the Mountain Goat Summer Ale we could not find at the time because it should have been in yeah, there. Yeah, and it, I see it so often as well. I can't believe we couldn't find it. It was it was because we leave it till the last minute to find the beers. We truly, we did. Yeah. We no longer do that. Yes. Because we can't afford to do Except that. Except for this one. Yes. Yes, we found these on Friday, right? And but I, you were pretty confident you'd find them all. I must point out that this was probably the easiest... Um, the easiest trip that I've had to Dan Murphy's because there were so many craft beers. They were all basically in the same section. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have to go from the Australian section to the international section to the beer fridge to yeah, the craft yeah. beer. It was just like, oh, yep. Yep. The uh, Beechworth Pale Ale right next to the goat, mm-hmm. right next to everything. It was it was a, it was a dream. Um, so, yeah, the Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale makes it through. Mountain Goat Goat is out. So one of the two goats... We'll never have a goat... Goat off. No goat off. But we do have a rabbit. No. I was going to say we have a rabbit and a goat, but... We don't. We, I just pointed out that the goat is not made it through. Yeah, we could have a little creature versus <laughs> the goat. Reviews? Sure. The Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Able has 152 reviews. It's pretty high. And the highest review is from Ambitious069. And Ambitious says... One of my favourites and the best pale ale in Victoria to boot. Just a great tasting beer. Sure. Where's it from? Beechworth, I imagine. Yeah, from Beechworth. Where's Beechworth? Victoria. Sure. Where's... Yeah, all right. And the lowest rated review is 3.9. So, I mean, that is... No, that can't be right. I have... I've bunched it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I had it um, sorted by most liked, not by highest rated. So please forgive me. The lowest rated review is from MKEL07. I think we've had them before. Um, from Brisbane. And they say, Bottle poured a vibrant orange color with no head. Very cloudy with lots of sediment floating. I think I got a dud bottle. Lots of dark, muddy sediment stuck to bottom of bottle when finished pouring. I can't see any sediments in mine. So do you think it was a dud bottle? Does anyone else see any sediments in their beer? No. 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 But I agree with the colour and the lack of head. But we often get no head in these glasses, so... 
Yeah, and we also spend a lot of time talking about them before we drink, so it makes true. total sense. Very true. The Mountain Goat Goat, the highest, is from Tim Robinson 10 from Melbourne, Australia. Latest, and I think one of the best, beer into the new classic segment here in Australia. Easy drinking lag with balanced fruit slash hop aromas and flavors. Craft credentials in an honest and simple beer. Brilliant looking pack, reminiscent of 1960s cycling jerseys. To be fair, now that I know that's not trying to be a pale, it's a good lager. When I thought it was a pale, I thought it was a really bad pale. But when you know it's actually a lager, it's a, mm. it's a very good lager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can't comment anymore no, after, you, yeah. after that. You've got no authority. After that mix up yeah. that I just had. Um, the lowest <laughs> the lowest review is from Sour Chalice, 32. <laughs> it's a 1.2 star review. Another Alex. What? Another Sour Chalice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sour Chalice. This beer can only be described as a sheep disguised as a goat. <laughs> Not the greatest of all time. A hoax. Would rather drink VB. Yeah, I think I'd rather drink VB. Really? I think so. Nah. I think I'd, I'd definitely rather nah. drink. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's enough. Next round. <laughs> all right. Next, <laughs> next up is... You've got to be kidding me. Little Creatures Pacific Ale, the seeded beer, always was, always will be, um, <laughs> versus the Grifter Pale Ale. Cheers, listeners. Welcome back to the Can Slam. We uh, have round three of match day 10, part two. You've got it. It's taken me 10 match days, but Tom's got it in one. Uh, we are about to review Little Creatures Pacific Ale and Grifter Pale Ale. Gentlemen, we'll start with the beer on our left. Now I know which is which here. I will say I don't think that smells nice at all. Really? I don't think it smells like anything. It smells like feet to me. I don't know what it is. That's bad. Yeah. I might have spat in the glass before. Maybe. Did you rub your toes <laughs> in, in around the glass before you poured them? <laughs> no, I, no I, I didn't rub my toe. Yeah, I think it. it's not overwhelmingly bad. I think it's on the just the bad side of average. Um, <laughs> but the taste is good. I like it. It's nice. It's um, fruity. Um, fairly... Juicy mouthfeel. It's mm. not. It's not very full bodied. Um, it's not very. I don't think it's very crisp either. Actually, it's, no. It's quite. Again, I still think it's juicy. on like the bitter side <laughs> of the pails that sometimes can be a chore to drink. I feel like I'm getting worse at describing beers as we go. Oh, along. for sure. Yeah, but we don't need to. We've already described them once. We don't need to describe them. Yeah, again. just refer to our shitty description from. Yeah, just listen to round one again. Yeah. Again, after um, 12 beers, most beers then they taste do. the yeah, same. Yeah, they do. We've said this I'm before. Str- no. I'm struggling <laughs> to, to like sort of distinguish the beers now. Uh-huh. And I'm going to ride that after my earlier disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I know which beer I'm drinking because I poured them. I tra- <laughs> oh, yeah, you should be. I've drank a lot of this recently. And um, I think because I'm just a bit tired of it at the moment. 
Just get, yeah. Just get, just getting a bit sick of it. It's too many sessions, um, eh? Yeah, I think I know exactly what it is. Um, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, you know, I think this is. I think this is the grifter. Um, I think I've had a lot of it lately, mm-hmm. but yeah, just have you? Because you famously don't like the grifter. Well, yeah, this is okay though. And you famously don't live in Marrickville anymore. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, famously. Famous. <laughs> if Jack could be famous for anything, it's not living in Marrickville. Yeah, but no, I I quite like that. Lovely. Dom, anything to add? Oh, um, I don't know. I just, I found that to be a bit, bit of a chore. Mm. And I'm sort of like looking at your beer and I, I'm like wondering the color is... Mine's I, a bit hazier than... than I don't colors. know if it's the lighting or yeah. mine seems mine's to be... Mine's hazy as well. Yours you're wondering, did I put them down correctly? Yes. Yeah, and... No, I'm just thinking about the difference. Like yours, your beer on the right looks darker than my beer on the right. Who knows? Tom knows, but... Yeah. All right. Um, well, we're going to push on and beer on the right. Smells of nothing. Uh-huh. Crisp. Plain. It doesn't taste so much either to me. No. I'm having a hard time distinguishing these ones. I think we're definitely settling into a bit of palate fatigue here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of PF. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just pretty uninspiring. Um, I still <clears throat> get a nice full-bodied aftertaste Yeah. with this one on to the right. Mm. Um, I think it's I think it's quite tasty. The... I feel like this flavor is the type of flavor that I'm I'm currently looking for when I go into a bar and I okay. what I'm looking for in a beer. I think it's like a good Furfies. <laughs> okay. <For me>. like, <laughs> Furfies is pretty bad, but this is what Furfies could be if Furfies now, was good. Now, as we established earlier in the episode or earlier in the last episode, the little creatures <laughs> yeah. does brew the Furfies. So yeah. is that a little nod and to... What you think it might be. Perhaps. I mean, I've already said I think the other one was Grifter. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I've drank a lot of it lately. <laughs> using my skills of deduction, yeah. um, <laughs> I think you think this is the little creature's Pacific Ale. Possibly. Okay. I think I'm ready to vote, though. I'm Me not. too. I'm not. I am. Should we wait for Dom to make his decision? Who poured? Tom. Tom I last, I no, 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 it's no, me. No, you're second. Last, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay, one more sip, and then I'm going to make my decision. I want tentahooks. You have tentacles? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, and Squidward. All right, I'm ready. You didn't sip both. No, I already sipped that one earlier. All right, okay. Uh, beer on the left. Beer on the left. Beer on the right. Wow. Wow. Didn't see that coming. And? You gentlemen have voted for the little creatures Pacific Ale. You're kidding. I'm not. I mean, I didn't say anything, so. Yeah, I knew that was coming as well. I, I was playing. I was playing the long game. That was, I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. sure, gentlemen? Yeah. No, I haven't drank either of these <laughs> at any point in the last six months. So. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. yeah that was obviously the little, little creatures. I. I don't like Grifter very much. No. Um, and still don't. And well, I have been on record saying I do like Grifter, so I'm. I'm surprised that Little Creatures has gone through. Although I do remember thinking the Little Creatures specific air was 
was a good beer. Yeah, so. it was pretty nice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, oh, both beers I thought were quite nice. Yeah, but I just, as I said, the Grifter is the type of beer that I'm looking for when I go to a pub. At the they're moment. both sort of like I don't know six to sevens out of tens in my mm. opinion. They're both. They'll get the job done. There's yeah. nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with them. Maybe not six to seven, maybe like seven to 7.5, that kind of region where it's like, they're both the decent. All right. It's a seven, but it's poured in a plastic glass. Yeah. Is it still a seven? No. No. Nothing mm. is. You can't get higher than a four in a plastic <laughs> glass. <laughs> I, um, the LCPA, I think, would be... <laughs> As opposed to the TGPA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if you if you ordered the LCPA on tap, no matter where you are, that's disappointing. But if, in a bottle, sure, it's good. But because there's so many better beers on tap, I think you'd always be disappointed with that one. Are you saying that it, again, goes with like not following the trend of on tap is better than bottle? <laughs> it is or it isn't did no. you understand that question <laughs> no. at all because i that, yeah, that escaped me yeah i was well normally we've always said that it's it's always better on tap than yeah. it is out of the bottle but you're now saying that it's it's right, a, right better I out of a it. bottle no, than on tap no i'm not saying that i'm saying that they're probably equal but i think there are better beers on tap than this oh, and if okay. you went to a pub and ordered this on tap it's like meh it's okay but only because there's way better options out there yep Whereas you get this, you take this round to your mate's house for a few beers while you watch the football. Yeah, sure, it's nice. Yeah. Well, I'll say that I think the Grifter Pale Ale on tap is one of the be- better beers out there. Oh, you and suck. I don't think Grifter in a can quite does it justice. I don't think Grifter is good. I think it's highly overrated. It's not that rated. Okay, in Marrickville, and I I think that is too much. (laughs) In Marrickville, it definitely has its it has its fans because that's its home and it's on tap in most places. I will say that the Grifter Lager is not great. I think the Grifter Pale Ale is a very good on tap beer. I second that. All right, the Grifter Pale Ale goes through (laughs) based on the taps on the tap slam. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, the Little Creatures Pacific Ale goes through based on what we've had here in... They're both in cans, we should point out. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't have thought that the, the LCPA would go through. Is that the Little Creatures Pacific Ale or the Little Creatures Pale Ale? The LC Part A. I didn't really think that through, did I? <laughs> no, uh. the, the LC Pack Ale. Yeah, that's good. Um, goes through and... Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit surprised at that, but it was... Did you know, were you tricked by my assertion that it was the Grifter? I didn't know which one was which. You didn't know? No. Okay. Did it influence your vote? No. Good. Integrity intact. Reviews. Oh, MK... He's sweating, he's sweating a bit there, was he? No, no. It's review time. Yeah. That's, that's the last. <laughs> Moving qu- move on quickly. MKL07. Have we had that before? I think every round. And this person has 9,883 reviews. So like... 9,000 reviews? Yeah, nearly 10,000 reviews. This one person? If if 
that's what that number in brackets means. It's got to get a life. Then Is yes. it reviews or how many interactions with his post? I think it's reviews, but I do not know. No, they have 9,883 ratings. So Wow. Yes. Spends no time doing anything else, apparently. Which is probably why they keep coming up on the review side. Not even that. It's it's not even that he's left 9,000 reviews. He's drank 9,000 different beers. That's like can slam. That's incredible. To a whole nother level. That's never happened the same That's like beer twice. more than double the can slams. If my maths is right. Can you just give me... Can you give me that number one more time? 9,883. How many can slams is it? I've got some maths. I just wanted to see how many years of drinking, like one drink per day. That's 27 years. Really? Yep. Wow. So if he drank one can every day, it would take him 27.07 years to get through that many beers. Either this guy is or, or gal is spending a fortune on beers... Every day, or they're just making shit up. Anyway, let's listen to him. What has he got to say? Can from Liquorland. The latest offering from Little Creatures is a solid, hazy looking beer when poured into the glass. The flavor is okay without being great. A good session beer. It's reasonably accurate. So, and that was a 3.5. And that was the highest rated. The what, highest rating. What is this uh, person's highest rated review of all time? What's what's their favorite? Of the, because 9,300 odd beers, this is the authority yeah. on what the best beer is, Let's, surely. What's his favorite? Uh, this person has nearly like say... F- oh, wait. Actually, I have the exact number. 48 five-star reviews. Oh, wow. Ooh. So he's easy to please. Gives it away for free. Is the, uh, the Are they all the VB? T- the one at the top... Which has the highest average is the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. In fact, most of their top, most of their top beers are stouts. Right. So, you can see why Little Creatures Pale Ale, uh, Pacific Ale, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the LC Pack <laughs> Ale would not uh, please the stout drinker. The lowest rated review is from. Hawthorne, who has 7,111 reviews, which we also had. This is a lot of crossover. Hawthorne says, Somewhat hazy yellowish-orange with an inch of white head. Aroma is tropical with a lemon edge. Some sherbet and crackers. (laughs) Crackers again. Is this the person that said crackers? I'm I'm sure he said crackers before. (laughs) Slightly chalky texture, lowish carbonation. You just compare these to stone and wood without thinking. It's a little drier, and the citrus edge keeps it together Better for me. Rather vague, smudged palette. Modest but sufficient bitterness. Okay. It is stone and wood-y. Not very, but I see his point. It's got a very stone and wood-like color. I agree with that. It's, yeah, with a little bit of a fruity punch. It's way more bitter than the stone and wood. Yeah. yeah and less, less fruity. And less tasty. And less good. And less likely to win this tournament. More bad. Yeah. It's way more bad. Yeah. There's more bad in that. Words. Um, <laughs> Gregoru for the Grifter Pale Ale, this is the highest rated review, says peachy hoppy aroma. Peach, oh, hold on. Pours light yellow and pale, very cloudy and a small head. Hops and piku notes in flavor and light carbonation, very pleasant. I'm not getting Sorry. any peach aroma. What's piku? I do not know. Type of hop? It is a typo, yes. 
<laughs> I think it might be. Pete, I think they mean peach. But how, how have they spelled Piku? Like peach, except the H is a U. Okay, all right. Where's the U on the keyboard? We've, we've had this discussion before, I'm it's sure. It's just above the, the H. Piku. I'll search for it. And I'm getting... Um, You're getting a whole lot of peaches. Of, Did I'm, you I'm mean getting peach? A, I'm getting a picture <laughs> of Pikachu. Oh, oh. Hops yeah. and Pikachu notes. It's not a word. No, the U is just above the H on the keyboard. Oh, no, hold on. I spelled it wrong. You oh. spelt the wrong word. <laughs> wrong. Yep. Hun- yep. Spelt it very. You wrong. spelt a word that was spelt wrong incorrectly. <laughs> I don't know if no, that was possible. It's showing. It's showing results of peace. Peace. The, the, so, pe- no, the e pe- is not even close. Piku isn't a word. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's peach. They meant peach. Um. Mal Rider sixty nine from the Central Coast says. Mal Rider. Mal Rider. Male or mal? Mal. Mal. Like a, it's a, it's the type of longboard. Oh. I think it's for mal meninga. Um, pours a golden color. The word I didn't know. <laughs> Minimal aroma and the flavor is bland with a maybe a hint of stone fruit. Overall, a pretty disappointing beer. <laughs> stone fruit is such a wide range of fruit. I think That's they the mean. the second time somebody said stone fruit. When they fruit. say stone fruit, I think they mean peach. Peach. <laughs> but it could <laughs> be apricot. They definitely mean. I don't think they mean apricot. Any any other? What about nectarine? Nectarine. There we go. There's another one. Nectarine. <laughs> I'm running out of stone fruits that I know of. Plum. Plum. There we go. See, a plum is very different to an apricot. You can't just say stone fruit like. It's not a thing. Yeah, I I I'm with you. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Malrider oh. 69 is not the can slam. It's we true. get to the nitty gritty of it's things true. on the can slam. It tastes like lychee to me. I'm in the market for a new Mal, to be honest, at the moment. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> Let's move on. We have our final beer. That was such a bad joke. <laughs> we have a final... Don, what's your favourite Mal? <laughs> final beers of the match day. The Black Ops Goat... Versus the bent spoke crankshaft. Now that is the way you finish a match. Yeah, that's what we've been waiting for. Let let's drink. Welcome back to the final beer, final matchup of match day ten point two. We've got um, the goat, the Black Ops G O A T goat, versus a cranking beer in the bent spoke crankshaft. Um. Do you think yeah. that the fact that they've named one of their beers the G-O-A-T means that Black Ops will never release a better beer than this? It's a good shout. And they're setting themselves up for a lot of criticism Exactly. As well. Because if they're saying that it, this is their greatest of all time Black Ops beer... They've peaked. They've peaked. And that's not really what you want for longevity in a beer yeah. company. And when you see a new release from Black Ops... You're like, well, we already know what the goat is. Yeah, so. well, it's, it can't be better than the goat. Why yeah. bother drinking it? Well, the other Black Ops beer is the Hornet. No, there's other beers as well. Yeah, no, no, no. A, sorry, I shouldn't have said the other. Another 
as a hornet, talk to me more about this. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It was nice as well. That's what I'm saying. Um, you might you might look at the goat and be like, oh, that's they're never going to top that. And then they release the Black Ops horn yeah. and you're like, I'm in. Anyway, yeah, we've got two beers from the Gab's Hottest 100. Sorry for... Top five. Not, not the just hornets. the top 20. The, the top five. The top five. So we've got wow. beer number one and beer number five here. Incredible. This is big. Um, I don't know. Beer on the right. Ooh. That's a great smell. Do I say Fiji in a can? <laughs> Fiji in a can. <laughs> Do not say that. <laughs> Tuvalu in a can. I really like that full flavour. Yeah. It smells wonderful. It does smell Absolutely so good. spectacular. Got a much more bitter aftertaste than yes. I... I dare say expected because I've already drank it, but remembered. I don't remember it. But I also, so. I also like like the kind of like the tropical flavor that dances on your tongue on the way to a nice bittery aftertaste. Dances on your tongue. See, we didn't get that in round one either, did we? <laughs> <laughs> he had to redeem himself after the bridge road yeah. goat debacle. Yeah. I still haven't recovered from he's this actually, mentally. You can sort of tell it like there's, he's kind of dead behind the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of like staring into space and yeah. I know that he's replaying that moment in his head. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in myself. Yeah, and you yeah. should be. You yeah. Should be. It, it, look, it happens to the... It happens to all it's it's happened to all of us on the can slam and yeah. you know jack and i have recovered alex skipped the country yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, alex, yeah alex is so embarrassed he left he just decided like i, yeah. I can't and face these guys again we yeah. we and bounced it, you back. know it probably wasn't long after that episode that he told and us he was moving that's probably what happened yeah and as we set up uh offset it's humbling yes it's a humbling yeah. experience yeah. it actually makes you sort of appreciate sort of life and probably one i needed Oh, you... <laughs> yeah, it's a reality check, isn't it? Your head was getting... It was... It was a bit silly, to be but honest. coming back to this, this is delicious. I'm, um... Yeah. I think Jack's right. Like, when you when you smell it, you're expecting these, like, really tropical flavours. Mm-hmm. And I think the bitterness punch takes over. And it is... You can taste the alcohol, too. Yes. Mm. You, you can. Absolutely. Again... I have a feeling I know which one it is because it's it's which beautiful it and hazy. Going with the name, right. or going with the branding on the uh, mm-hmm. on the can. So um, you think it's the Black Ops Goat? I think it's the Black Ops Goat Hazy IPA so far. Uh-huh. Um, and I would say that this is right up there with the Bolter Hazy IPA. I was well. about to ask which one would. It's, assuming it's, this is the Bolter, assuming, the, the Ghost Hazy. Assuming I've not bunched it again and, <laughs> and mixed them up. I haven't tasted the other one yet. But I think this is just right up there on quality, on par Could you of the one? Bolter. Not unless they were next to each other. Well, they, may, they may well be at They some may point. well be. It's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we drink the beer on our left? We should. And we will. Yeah, that's um, probably not as pungent. The smell mm-hmm. doesn't quite deliver, but I think the taste for beer number 16, um, uh, it's it's pretty remarkable how well color. that goes down after 16 beers. It's got a great color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does it have really a great color. It's got a deep amber, um, slight haziness to it. Yeah, yeah really, and it's still really nice like color. you can sort of still get a lot of a lot of different flavors still coming through. I'm maybe getting some honey at the end there. I 
I, I don't know anymore. It's, it's such a smooth taste for smooth. such a strong flavor. Agreed. Beer. Yeah. And as we said, like the Ben Spoke beers. Well, that's assuming that this is a Ben Spoke. Yeah, True. let's just lock it in. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's definitely the crankshaft. Um, yeah, they just they have a way of of making high alcohol content taste mm. like low alcohol. You content. love making that point whenever we. What is that like the ninth ben, time yeah. I've made that point? Yeah, ben, anytime Ben Spoke is mentioned. Well, not well. The Ben Spoke Barley Griffin, which we had earlier in this episode. True. Which Any, was low alcohol. Yeah. Anytime you come up with a strong alcohol beer. It's either you can taste the alcohol or they do a really good job of masking the alcohol. It's a really good thing that no one listens to this because otherwise there'd be people being like, oh, this fucking guy this again guy, yeah. on the same just, tangent. Just put two Toms on the pod. No. <laughs> see, see, I left a little bit of room there for, for the audience to be like, no, we don't yeah. agree with that. You left a little bit of room for them to prepare their pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I no, can, it's a good beer. I can find another Tom if you need one. Sure. Yeah. We could just be exclusively Tom's. Well, Dom does do all the work. He does, yeah. I do so much work. Yeah, I just turn up and drink beers. <laughs> it's, it's, that's the best thing. Yeah. Um, are we ready to vote? I don't know. Are you? I'm not. Yeah, definitely. It's actually an easy one for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Really? That's I'm, the hardest one so far. I'm ready to vote. Well, Jack's last anyway, so we may as well go ahead. Sure. Beer on the left. Beer on the left. Beer on the left. 3 0, 2. Uh, Black Ops. <laughs> ben Spoke Crankshaft. <laughs> <gasps> but I have to admit that that Black Ops Goat Hazy is fantastic. Oh, that was the hardest one of, of the entire slam for it's me. A fan, I think it's a fantastic beer. I just think, as I said, the the level of flavor and the strength that comes out of the crankshaft still being so smooth, mm-hmm. is it just screams to you and it tells you like what a quality beer it is. It's a good product. It is a good product, and look, is it deserving of number one in the in the hottest one hundred? I don't think so. Really, I think there are nicer beers, but I also think that I guess I I disagree with myself. It is deserving, but you but li- I do prefer other beers. You like a little bit more fruitiness in yeah. your beers. I can un- I get how because the way it works is you vote for. I don't. Know, have you ever voted? No, never. Have you ever voted? Never. I voted once last year, and you basically just pick five your five favorite favorite beers in no particular order. Mm-hmm. So for it, for this to become number one, it just has to be included in that five yep. anywhere. So it could be fifth. It could, the most common position could be fifth, but because it's in the most votes, yep, it, it's number one. So I like that could well be in my top five, and that is why it would be number one. Um, but yeah, it's not my favorite beer, but. Yeah, it, it is great, obviously. Um, so yeah, I guess I can see how it would be number one, but not, it's not my personal number one. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree with that. It's not my personal number one either. But the more I have of it, the more I sort of see it. I've I could see it creeping up the list. Um, mm-hmm. 
I guess we should also mention, which maybe I've mentioned many times before as well, the price is pretty prohibitive mm-hmm. in terms of like, I don't think it's going to be something that you're like, oh, I'll just grab a, I'll grab, grab a case of this and chuck it in the fridge and have it on one of those days where I feel like a beer. It's just too expensive. Yeah. It, and it's probably not sessionable either. No. no you're no, not having no. a session. I um, went to the the brewery in Canberra um, and I had this and I think I had the Barley Griffin and I think I had another one. And the Barley Griffin's easier to drink as a pint mm. for obvious reasons. It's, yes. It's not as strong in flavor or alcohol. Um but still, obviously great. Um, yeah, I think I had a, f- a fair few more of those while I was there. They're all on top, on tap everywhere in Canberra. Like, it's very, very common. Really? Yeah. Reviews? Sure. MKL07 hey. from Brisbane with 9,883 reviews. 9,387? What's that like? <laughs> What's that like? One beer a day for twenty-seven years? Something like that. Wow. Yeah. Twenty-seven point zero seven. Wow, that's a lot of beers. Can from Beer Cartel on 9th of January twenty nineteen. This is a very good beer with plenty of piney hop aromas. Sorry, which beer is this? Black okay. Ops Scope. Right. Yeah. And you. a thick resinous. Did you mouthfeel. say that or did I miss it? He didn't say that. Okay. Yeah. I said it. You'll go back to the edit and you will find out that I said it. Yeah, I will when it comes out. Uh, Pours a sunshine golden orange color. Disagree. Disagree as well. Hazy yellow. Oh, the first mic slam. There's been a couple, but I think they've gone unnoticed. Okay. And the lowest rated review is from Maris. And Maris says... uh, Maris is from Canberra. Is that the... um, is that the Frasier. unseen wife in Frasier? Yeah. That, yes, that is. What a, re- <laughs> what a reference that is. <laughs> I'm glad you got it before I said it. Maris. <laughs> um, from a 375 mil can on the 30th of April, 2020. Pours a crystal clear medium golden with crystal a... Crystal clear in a hazy. With a medium head. Nothing remotely hazy about the, the appearance. Um, the nose features light tropical fruit. Just stop reading. Flavor-wise, it features some mild tropical and stone fruit sweetness. Stone and, fruits again. And a light, slightly spicy bitterness. Light to medium bodied with moderate carbonation. Drinks smaller than 6% for mine. Easy drinking and pleasant enough, but a bit forgettable. Goat? Uh, no. As with Maris from Frasier, that was absolute nonsense. Well, so <laughs> what's been a... Common theme through all the reviews is they always comment on the head, mm. and I feel like the head really comes down to the pour and the glass mm. and the glass. Like if you have a good beer drinking glass, like a, a pint or a schooner or whatever, yeah. depending on how well you pour it into the glass, you can get good the head. you can get yeah. the desired measure of head. If you pour it shit, you can get no head whatsoever. It regardless all comes of the beer, regardless yeah. of the beer. I reckon even on like one of the flattest of beers, if I want to make it nice and foamy, I could do it yeah. by the angle of the glass, whether how far down I pour yep. the yep. beer, it's all of that. So when they start talking about like the measurement of the head, I'm just like, well, that just all comes down to how much 
you've poured it, like, or, yeah, how, or how you've poured it. Or when you've poured it. Or when you've poured because, it. Because, like, you know, we famously pour the beers, have a bit of a preamble, chat, yeah, maybe yeah. drink the beer on the left first, yeah, yeah. talk shit. And by the time you get to, the, to one of the beers, like, the head's gone. Yeah. yeah. And does that change? I don't know, like... I think it changes the aroma. I think... Beer, yeah, maybe. I think the aroma comes from the head. So, but like, it's... Yeah, it's you're right. Head. A lot of it does. Like, is it so... Is it crucial? To the aroma, yes. I don't think to the taste. I would really only give a shit about the head of the beer on my first beer in the pub. I only give a shit when it's too big. That too. Too much head. Yeah. 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 I, um... There's actually... I feel like... Give a sense of beer back for having... Well, I had, there was a few Canadians that worked with us and they always poured beers with zero head, like no head whatsoever. And apparently overseas, like there's some parts of the world where it's, people don't want head. People head are is send, dead. People have sent it back in England if it had no head. Yeah, but like Australia, just, I think is the same. Like mm. Australians want head on their beer. I think the optimal head is one sixteenth of the pint. Fucking hell. <laughs> Is that in the beer bible? Uh, no, that is just... Uh, That's a Jack anecdote. original? Yeah. I don't think it's an original, but it's just uh, something I've Look, picked up over the years. Okay. If it's as thick as my thumb, I'm happy. Yeah, that's about 1 16th. There you go. Yeah. What the listeners didn't see was Tom rolling his eyes when I said 1 16th of the pint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Fast Eddie 69 for the crankshaft says... Simply one of the greatest, if not the greatest, full all-round beer I've ever enjoyed. It is a good all-round beer, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I agree. Yes. Is that the end of the review? That was it. Oh. Straight to the point. Probably could have picked a better one. Fast. Well, it was the only five-star one. Oh, okay. What, for the crankshaft? The one that's number one the in Gabs. One. <laughs> there's in It's Look, number there's a- one on Gabs and it only has one five-star review. It has. Oh, it's time oh, to go home. He's a bit he's sleepy over there. Sleepy. <laughs> it has a three point eight three average rating, which is pretty damn. It's pretty good, according to this website. Um, the hop hedonist says. <laughs> I don't think your heart's in it anymore. I feel like Dom hasn't just got palate fatigue, but general fatigue. <laughs> I've chronic fatigue. <laughs> he's got drunkenness fatigue. The hop hedonist from Perth says. Can, decent enough pale ale, but very underpowered. Quite watery for a full-strength beer and needs a shed load more hops. Strictly entry-level and no excitement for a hophead like me. Entry-level? I feel like he's got every part of that description incorrect. You didn't... Yeah, apart from can. Apart from it comes in a can. And who knows? It's a real... This guy could have had it on tap. It's a real wanky review, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm too good for this beer. I drink, like, local independent craft ales. It's it's not strong enough for me, even though it's 7%. Yes. I like to see the hops. Yeah. I want to see each individual hop. I want to see solid hops in my beer. He is the hop hedonist. Yeah. Well, fair point. Yeah. Mm. Well. 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 I'm tired. Yeah. It's been a big day. It actually has been a big it's day. A, if, I feel like we've flown through it, but equally, it's later than it usually is. Yeah, it's taken It's taken a while. Yeah. Have I talked too much, Dribble? Possibly. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, thank you. We'll see in the edit. Can we Can we get a third person to vote on that? Seeing there's one each. Alice! 
nah, let's leave her alone. She's probably sleeping. Um, <laughs> Is that why her alarm keeps going? The Ben Spoke Crankshaft, the number one beer in the Hottest 100, makes it through to the third round and will be versing the Little Creature Specific Ale, where yeah. I feel like it probably is around four beer bound. Possibly, yeah. You know, if, if, if the, the Black Ops Goat can't beat the Crankshaft, then the LCPA isn't going to do it either. I want to see White Rabbit Dark Ale versus Crankshaft. It's, in, in I think that's four. what it's going to end up as because that bridge... Were, bridge I've said multiple times that that's a mouthful and it's finally tripped me up. So is the Benspoke Crankshaft. The Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale wasn't as impressive to me as I expected. So I think the White Rabbit Dark Ale could be a fourth round beer. I look forward to Depends that. on who we get. Yeah, it could be. Although Tom wanted in on the um, a beer from the previous match day. I can't remember what it was. That he wanted to uh, what did I be want? here for. The Bolter Hazy? Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll figure it out when we listen to it. <laughs> so. Uh, so, the White Rabbit Dark Ale defeated the Ben Spoke Barley Griffin and will verse the Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale, which defeated the Mountain Goat Goat. And the, L- the LC Pack Ale beat the Grifter Pale Ale, which will be versing the Ben Smoke Crankshaft in round three. So, again, round three is just getting juicier and juicier. So good. What a, what a day this has been. This has been... Have we had a bad beer? I don't think we have had a bad beer. Uh, not bad. We've had, like, beers we don't particularly enjoy. Furfy was but, the worst. But even that wasn't um, bad. And even that was... Yeah. We've had yeah, average beers. Yeah. We've had beers that surprise, like, maybe weren't as good as we thought, but mm-hmm. I don't think we've had one where I've like, oh, I don't... Beer- Want this beer of the day? <sighs> you mean of the episode? Of the ep- yeah. uh, or of the day? Of the, let's say of the day because we didn't talk about it last episode. Mm. There's one I've got a, a definite, a nailed on definite. Um, I'm interested to hear what yours are. Yeah, I've I've got I've got my favorite from each round. Each round, okay, yeah. My uh, yeah, we the, know you've got a favorite from each round. It's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean of the first four of. You know, of match each, day 10, of each part. part A. Yeah. I, my favorite was the Bolter Hazy. Agreed. IPA. I agree. I think the and Hawks Patio Pale Ale also mm-hmm. um, surprised me a lot. Yeah. And Boy. round two or part two? White Rabbit Dark Ale. Yeah, me too. Oh. No, I, you know what? The Crankshaft. Yeah, I think it was mine as well. That's uh, like beer number 16. Yeah. To deliver that kind of quality. Yeah. You gotta hand it to it. But yeah, the the White Rabbit Dark Ale I I I love it. I've always loved it. And Can we just say that I didn't vote for the goats? You put me as the goat voter. Yeah, I was, oh, was the that one. Tom was I it? was the one. Oh, excuse me. Um all right, well that will do it for the can slam for match day ten. What a day. Appreciate all of you listener out there. <laughs> Guys, um, I thanks for thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening, Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I very much appreciate you guys having me on today. Oh, we're glad to have you. It's a pleasure. It's our pleasure. Mm. Thank you very much Thank for being it, yeah. here, Tom. I know you're looking forward to it when you got the last minute call up, but um, yep. you last minute. I was. I've been waiting for this for months. Every... Yeah, I know, and that's why the last minute. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and sit by the phone. Yeah, waiting, <laughs> waiting for, for the 11. next call. Yeah. When you told me about this two years ago, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> S- sign me up. Yeah. That's true. Um, Tom, you. <laughs> You, 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 you've embarrassed us. <laughs> <laughs> you and I've embarrassed myself along <laughs> the way as well. 
You know what? Like, you d- you have embarrassed yourself. Yep. Um, <laughs> but that's that's common. But I thought you were going to embarrass yourself <laughs> because of the things you said and the way you said them. But you embarrassed yourself because of your beer knowledge. Yeah. In the end, that's true. You yeah. got so close, and then that Bridge Road Mountain Goat yeah. debacle. Yeah. It was the things you did, not the things you said. Yes. I thought it was going to be because of your the use of the English language, which yeah. you've always struggled with. You know when they Very make, so. you know when they make like on, on like seven mate or whatever, they make like top fifty faux pas of the last ten years. Yes. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be higher. Yeah, up. yeah. And Jack and I are going to be one of the talking heads. Yeah, like yeah, we remember we were there. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah. and um, it was no. Look, you'll probably be thinking about it for the next. 10 uh, years? Yeah, 10. Let's, yeah. let's be conservative. 10 years. Yeah. Um, but having said that, you, you performed well. Yeah. You performed very well. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. Appreciate um, it. Thank you very much for being here. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Jack, thank you for being here too. I know it's a, and it's thank a bit you, of a Dom. journey. That's okay. Um, it's my pleasure. As always, we appreciate any feedback. The canslam at gmail.com. Can slam on Instagram. Can review. Yeah, rate and review. Can slam. Don't don't tell them the Twitter. We don't post on Twitter. Can slam on Twitter. Can slam on TikTok. Hit that follow and and subscribe, please, guys. Can slam on Truth Social. Um, Truth Social. Hit us up on Truth. Untapped. Oh yeah, we are. Never posted on on Can Slam. Do you have a Patreon yet? No, we we do. Do Do we? Yes, but you actually set one up. Yes, I did. Wow. We obviously have no content. We should. We should live stream. Yeah. What did we say the bonus episode was going to be? Um, oh, Jack drinking Jack all the drinking Coopers. Coopers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And having one non-Coopers. And yeah. non-Coopers. Oh, I like that. The Coopers off. All right. Well, st- stay tuned for the Patreon episode of Jack <laughs> drinking all the Coopers beers, except for one, and seeing if he can figure out which one's not, which one's the imposter. I will. I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. As always, we appreciate your company. Thank you. And next time, oh, should we? Should we say <laughs> which beers are on next? Probably. We always do. We always do. Okay. In match day eleven, part one, we've got Cause Light versus Stone and Wood Cloudcatcher, mm. the Ekim Brewing Co. After Battle Pale mm. Ale versus the Yulee's Brews Amanda mm. Mandarin IPA. Up the Hornets. We've got the Hawks Lager versus the Stockade Ooh. XBA Splicer. Do it for the country, Robert. And the, 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 for Tom, the, the Splicer is my favourite beer. Oh, is it? Yeah. And the Carlton Dry versus Molson Canadian. Very much Carlton an anticlimax Dry at the end of the episode. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of a weak ending, but um, some very, very good... Good news for the Splicer, though. Very good match days coming up in that. Mm. All right. Thank you very much from all of us here at the Can Slam. Goodbye. Den in it, den in it, den.